Good evening, greetings. It's kind of strange to introduce myself because I have journeyed a lot like you have, and I never want to come across in any way, shape, or form um, as anything but humble. Because certainly I am in my beginnings, certainly have been, and I continue to be. I'm Dr. George Andow. Um, I have a, um, a doctorate in naturopathic uh, medicine, natural health, and uh, a PhD in transpersonal psychoanalytical science. I'm certified in spiritual direction, and I studied theology and other faiths for many years. So I just wanted to spend a little time tonight giving you a little background on who I am so that you get a sense of, you know, who's this person, this woman that's up here, um, you know, talking about um, all of this. And I, I really pray that all of you stick with my show because God gave me this invitation and I really do believe that if you stick with it, the episodes build on each other and that they are going to speak to you in a, in a very deep way. So life is certainly interesting. I'm sure you would agree with me with that. And I'm sure that each of you have a very interesting story that I could learn from. And Hopefully, um, you will learn from. So the title of this is A Journey Through to Awareness. And the reason that I entitled it A Journey Through is because my experience doing my psychoanalytical spiritual work, I have a, a full-time uh, psychoanalytical practice, um, I'm so blessed. I have such incredible people that I work with. My patients are just incredible human beings. And, you know, all of them have a very, very interesting story. And a common thread that we all share is none of us like to be uncomfortable. And we'd really like very much to get rid of feelings that we might have to go around them, under them, over them, any other way, but through them. We want to get over it as quickly as possible. And um, from my experience, um, I'm, I'm 66 years old uh, now, and I've been doing this for quite a long time. And from my experience, in the many faiths I've, I've, I've journeyed and my psychoanalytical work, my, my own inner work, um, I've had many, many years of my own psychoanalytical um, uh, experience. I've been in treatment analysis for many, many years. That as much as we would like to go around it, under it, over it, as quickly as possible, so we don't have to feel and face. There's no way to do that. 
And God's hand is in the center of this. Now, when I mention God, I'm going to talk about this in a moment. I am not here to convert anyone. And when I mention God, I'm going to um, speak a lot of my love of Jesus Christ. But when you hear that, perhaps you can hear it as the God of your understanding. Because God is mystery. And God as mystery breaks into our life any time, any way, at different stages in our lives, in different ways. So my relationship with Jesus is very sacred to me. And I was not brought up religious. I was baptized Lutheran and we never went to church. My sister was baptized and made her confirmation communion. I'm the youngest of two. My sister's seven years older. And after she made her confirmation communion, I was about six or seven. We never went to church anymore. And so I have no background in that. But I was always inquisitive about trees, creation, if you will, flowers. I would look at a flower and I would think, why is it this color? Why, is, why are there so many color flowers? Why isn't there just one color flower? And I was always inquisitive like that. I was brought up in a family that didn't really embrace that type of inquisitiveness um, and I think it was probably just the generation. And as we go forward, when we talk about our parents, it's we're not judging or criticizing anything or anyone here. We look at certain pieces of our journey as a way for us to look at and understand why we have an outlook or a perception that we do. When I say God invited me to this radio show, it, I think most of us, when we pause and reflect, that we can get a sense of an inner movement of where the God of our understanding speaks to us. Because there really is only one God. I'm having imagination that people have questions and I wish I could take your questions, but one of the phrases that Jesus spoke about from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans and in scripture, if you see letter from St. Paul to the Romans, the Romans of course were the Romans of from Rome in Italy of, of the time. And when you see a letter uh, to the Thessalonians um, that is to the Thess Thessalonica um, in Greece. And I had the privilege of doing pilgrimages to the different places where Jesus walked in Israel, um, Jerusalem, Bethlehem, all of the places in the Bible, and also where St. Paul journeyed through uh, in Greece. But we're told by St. Paul to the Romans he says, 
do not conform yourselves to this age that you're living, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And that struck me when I first heard that renewal of your mind. And when I reflect back, God was always carving out this path, this work for me, always. And by the way, our deepest passions are God's passions for us. So I wasn't baptized. I was baptized, but that was it. And I do remember something very clearly, and I want to show you a picture of it. I remember being very little, sitting up in bed in the morning, waiting for mommy and daddy to get up. I don't know how that happened, that I would be up early because I'm not a morning person. So I I don't remember that, but I I do remember being in bed early, Um, (laughs) awake. So, and I remember having a picture of Jesus in a little plastic keychain and I would kiss it and kiss it and kiss it and kiss it. And I remember that clearly and I keep it in a picture frame now, but I took it out of the picture frame so I could show you. It was this picture and I'm going to tell you something about it in a moment. So this was in a plastic key ring, and I remember kissing it and just loving it and loving Jesus. And again, all I was was baptized. So, again, I was always a seeker, a seeker of truth. So at a young age, I went into therapy. I needed it. My family was very challenging. There was no outward abuse, but certainly... There were pieces of how I was made to feel about myself based on how I was spoken to that were hurtful. And we're going to look at this as we go further along in the weeks together. Hopefully you'll join me. And I picked up the primer of Freud at age eight or nine. I remember the cover of it. And I remember carrying it around, didn't know really what it was, didn't really understand a lot of the words in it, but I was interested in different faiths. So I went into analysis at 15 and I left home very early and made life very difficult for myself to say the least. And I was going, I studied Hinduism, Buddhism. I was studying with Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh. At the time, I studied some Judaism. And we are going to take a two-minute break. And hopefully you'll come back and join me to the journey through. 
You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to A Journey Through. I'm Dr. George Andow. And we were looking at my journey through the many faiths that I got involved with. And I had a very dear friend who was Presbyterian and she was inviting me to church and I was going and it felt very uh, dogmatic to me. It felt very rule oriented and I didn't like it. And a friend of mine said, Georgianne, why don't you go to the Catholic church? And I said, I'm not going to the Catholic church. Forget it. That's not happening. She said, oh, be quiet, just go. So I walked into the church, and as I walked in, two men came up to me and said, would you like to bring up the gifts? I didn't know what that meant. And I said, oh, I love to give gifts. Who do I give them to? Are they wrapped? And they both looked at me and were like, oh, my gosh, we got a live one here. She should just sit down. So they said to me, just sit down here and we'll tell you what to do. So when it was time, they brought me in the back, further back, and they gave me the ciborium, which is um, most of the time brass. Um, doesn't have to be, of course, um, lidded container with what we call the Eucharist in uh, Catholic faith. It is a consecrated host. 
the priest prays over it, and it becomes a sacred morsel, the body of Christ. Christ, by the way, is not Jesus's last name. Christ is, was, the very first creation, which is everything, which is spoken about in the very first book of the Bible in Genesis, which is part of the Torah, the Jewish um, Bible. So as I was approaching the altar, walking to the front of the church now, with the container, with the Eucharist, with the hosts, these little round wafers, all of a sudden, my chest expanded and my head went back and I went down. I, had n- I have never felt such incredible love in my life. Everything I had done in my life, everything I felt ashamed of came flooding forward, but it was wrapped in so much love. I had never experienced so much love. And I left the church that day and I said, how do I join this church? And I did. And that was um, over 30 years ago. I had no idea again what my path would be. It was a very difficult time in my life. Uh, My dear friend, Linda, that I spoke about, had died. And shortly around that time, months apart, my father died. So I was in a place of looking for love in all the wrong places, trying to find solace, anything to get rid of my pain. I really was in a place of suffering. I had no idea that God would call me to this work. I had no idea that God would call me to the teaching that I've had the privilege of doing at St. Joseph's uh, Renewal Center with Sister Josephine Daspro, who's one of my mentors. I had the privilege of spending a lot of time with the nuns at the Cenacle with the Sisters of St. Joseph, beautiful, beautiful women. Um, And I've had the privilege of teaching at the seminary here in Huntington at the Immaculate Conception, um, Seminary of the Immaculate Conception. But my point being, we all have a God of love. The word sin means missing the mark from the original Greek text. We all miss the mark. We all miss the mark. It's part of the fabric of being human. So I joined the church and I was so excited I went into a program that was three years, pastoral formation. Then I went into the spiritual direction program and went on another four years. Um, Meanwhile, working on my uh, doctoral program in the transpersonal psychoanalytical world. And all of this started to take shape and form. 
So I would have never in a million years thought, believe me, that I would be doing this work and would have the depth of relationship with God that I do. So after I, when I was in the pastoral formation program and was cleaning out my library, some books fell off the bookshelf. And I went over and it was my sister's Bible. Now she had been given a Bible. I wasn't, I didn't have a Bible, but my sister, God bless her, is uh, not very sentimental. I'm, a, I'm very sentimental. Probably, probably maybe. I'm not going to judge it, but I'm very sentimental. So her Bible, the Bible that I had gotten from her, opened. It fell off the bookshelf shelf and opened. And when it opened, it opened to this. I hadn't seen this since I was seven years old. Had no idea what happened to the plastic key chain. Had no idea where this picture was. I had no idea about any of it. And I gasped. I was so taken aback. And I put it in my hand and I turned it over. And when I turned it over on the back of it, in my five-year-old handwriting, I wrote God. Still to this day, when I tell this story, I am so moved by how real God is and by how much God loves us. We are so treasured by God. And scripture tells us that. And everything we're brought up around many times gets in the way of us believing that. And I have committed my life to this work. As part of my studies, I had a professor named Sean, Sister Sean, Sister Sean Foley. And she was interpreting scripture with a psychological vantage point. And I was jumping out of my seat. I was so moved. I went up to her afterwards and I said, Sister Sean Foley, how do I get some private classes with you? Because this is my heart. This is my passion. I am finishing my psychoanalytical training. I've been in treatment. The combination of scripture and the psychoanalytical work, which is very different from therapy in many ways. That combination, it lays it all out. Just so powerful. And she said, yes. So I went with her and I studied 
And God blessed me with a deeper understanding, which I want to share with you. As part of my journey, when I would tell my story, I would say to people, you know, I'm a convert. I converted to Catholicism. I never knew Jesus. And God showed me, you always knew me and I always knew you. And how God did that was by when I was beginning to do my studies or in the middle of them, that God showed me this again. Now, oh my gosh, I hadn't seen it since I was seven years old. Just profound. So this is so meaningful to me, and I hope I'm not boring you. I hope maybe just one, at least one person is touched. You see, God lives in you. God lives in me. God lives in all creation. The Christ. Jesus speaks of the kingdom. The kingdom's already here. Jesus came to bring a new consciousness and gave his life for it so that we would have it inside of us, which is what I'm talking about, which is what we're called to awaken to, become aware of, accept the gift, live out of, and share with one another. And I'm so excited to explore this together. You know, I'm used to teaching, um, you know, classes And when I was much younger, I I did some TV work. And when I prayed about what God has in store for me a couple of months ago, I got a phone call. Um, Someone asking me to do a radio show. And I said, oh, you know, tell me about it. And I wasn't moved by the person on the other end of the line. I didn't feel that it was right. But I could feel that God was inviting me to speak to masses, large groups of people. And then I found out about Sam, who owns this station. And here I am. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back to a journey through. Thank you. Be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc.
love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military, and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. to a journey through. I'm Dr. George Andow. Jesus spoke about the kingdom in so many ways. And he made reference to the journey that we're all partaking in. I've always called it the life within the life. But many times we're not aware and awake of what we're living. And we're going to begin to look at that next week. Only 10% of ourselves is conscious. 90% of it is unconscious. So if we look at consciousness as an iceberg... And we have the top of the sea as the median that we're viewing. Above that median is the 10% of consciousness. Below it, all the way down, is the 90% of where we're conscious. So I remember being so totally unconscious and waking up and being conscious and we're never totally conscious. But it's really important to strive towards that, towards a higher level of consciousness Not only so we have a better life, but so that we are better to one another. Because there is such a thing called a collective unconscious or a collective consciousness, which vibrationally sets a tone for a reality that we all live in called life. 
You see, we don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. So if there's something that you don't like about someone and something you want to criticize about someone, it's really about yourself. I remember the first time I had a look at that. I didn't like that very much (laughs) at all. Um, It's the same thing when we really like something in someone we already have that gift so when I teach and someone comes up to me and says oh my gosh Dr. Dow that's so great I just love you it's so great and I say you whatever you are liking here you already have for you to embrace it and see it in me you already have it whatever it is And we're going to explore this in detail starting next week. And each series, I'll repeat a little, each uh, episode, I'll repeat a little bit because I'm hoping it's new material for a lot of you. And that, you know, it's always great to hear and learn new things. And I'm hoping that, you know, my prayer is always that you know, what I'm bringing will meet you where you are and will support you in your life, certainly not mine. I am supported by even having the privilege of being here with you. So I'd like to read you something um, from scripture, if I may. It's from Mark 10, verse 46 to 52. And when we hear this in the Bible, the Gospels are the books written by four of the disciples. The material is from the disciples. They were written a long time after Jesus um, went to the other side and resurrected and um, went to the father, the mother, mother, father, God, um, because we don't know what God is, except that God does exist. So anyway, let me read this to you. They came to Jericho. Now, Jericho at the time was a town in Israel that was looked at like, quote, the city of sin. Um, You know, homeless people, unfortunately, not being taken care of, uh, drunkenness, drug abuse, theft, you know, all of the things that doesn't make for a safe environment to live. So Jesus and the disciples were walking along. They came to Jericho. As he and his disciples in a large crowd were leaving Jericho, Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. 
When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many sternly ordered him to be quiet, but he cried out even more loudly, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and said, call him here. And they called the blind man, saying to him, take heart, get up, he is calling you. So throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. Then Jesus said to him, what is it you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, my teacher, I want to see. I want to see like you do. Jesus said to him, go, your faith has made you well. Immediately, he regained his sight and followed him on the way. We come from God. We are creatures, whether we like to look at it or not. We are creatures. The most sophisticated creature God has created, because we can imagine, we can think most sophisticatedly. Sometimes I wonder <laughs> about myself. <laughs> um, But we all desire to feel loved, to feel accepted, and to have clear vision. And Bartimaeus was crying out. To see. I want to see, Lord. I want to see. I want to see as you see. I want to have my vision checked. For him to stand up and fling his cloak was a big deal because when he would beg, as people walked by, they would throw the coins on his cloak. And that's how he would gather his begging for the day. So for him to throw that cloak was a big deal. It says what he was willing to sacrifice. So are we willing to take this journey together? What are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to say yes to participate in looking deeper into yourself? What do you see there? What don't you want to see there? What are you hoping to see there? Because there is nothing there that God does not love. There is nothing there that God does not embrace. We're all beggars. 
We all need God. We all need the highest form of ourselves, which is God in us. For us to have a full life that God calls us to. I wish that I could take some questions, but I do. Um, I have a website, drgdow.com. So it's D-R-G, as in George, D as in David, A as in Apple, U as in Umbrella, dot com. DrGDow.com. If you have any questions, by all means, send them to me on that site, and I would be more than happy to address them um, in um, next show or one of the shows. So this begins as an invitation to go beyond the limits of our mind. And when the Bible fell down, and this was in its pages, the page that it opened up to was the scripture passage about going beyond the limits of the mind. Unbelievable. So we're going to um, take a little break and we will be back momentarily. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you feel nourished by what we're looking at tonight. Be back in a minute. See you in a minute. Thank you. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Are you a curious person, always asking questions? Do you desire to be in the know? Then join me, Antonia, host of So Now You Know, Thursdays at 5 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. Listen in as I attempt to satisfy that curiosity. I will be talking with amazing everyday people. Join the fun. So Now You Know on Thursdays at 5 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com 
Hi. We're back to the journey through, and I'm Dr. George Andow. I just want to make reference to that it's the letter to St. Paul to the Romans that the Bible opened up to those pages um, where it says, do not conform yourselves to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. It's so profound because you're looking at 2000, over 2000 years ago. It's really amazing. You know, when I, when I look at the psychoanalytical expression of what was written in the Bible thousands of years ago, it is really so incredible. So as we delve in the next couple of weeks, if you'll join me, we're going to delve into the depths way beyond what we think or view ourselves as. We're going to delve deep, way beyond what we think ourselves as and how we view ourselves, people, and life. I promise. So God is everywhere, not just in a building, in in church. We're the church, right? God is everywhere in everything. And I want to, uh, we're going to begin to end shortly, and I want to read you something. Anthony DeMello is a, uh, was brought up a Buddhist and became a Catholic priest, lived in India. One of my favorite mentors. I just love him. Um, Purchasing some of his books are certainly uh, worth it. And again, it's Anthony DeMello. This happens to be the Song of the Bird. And there's a piece that he wrote called The Truth Shop. I could hardly believe my eyes when I saw the name of the shop, the truth shop. The saleswoman was very polite. What type of truth did I wish to purchase? Partial or whole? The whole truth, of course. No deceptions for me. No defenses. No rationalizations, not for me. I want the plain truth, the plain, unadulterated truth. She waved me over to the other side of the store. The salesman stood there and pointed to the price tag. Oh, the price is very high, sir, he said. What is it, I asked. I was determined to get the whole truth, no matter what it cost. Tell me the price. The price is your security, sir, 
he answered. Giving up, surrendering your security. I came away with such a heavy heart because I still needed the safety of my unquestioned beliefs. And I want to end with this tonight because we're going to pick up next week looking at we were all brought up with a set of beliefs a way to view life, a way to view people. And this becomes our truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. And we go through our life doing everything we can to protect that truth. Even if it's not true. And many times we live out of distortions. So we're going to begin to look at that next week, how the distortions come to be, how they're formed, what happens, where they come from, why we believe them, and why they're so difficult to let go of. And that's where we're going to go next week and beyond. As we go together, journeying through, going beyond the limits of our mind. Thank you very much. And I hope that you'll join me next week. And I'd like to end with a prayer, if I may. Well, the prayer I had set aside, I don't seem to have here. So I'll just pray. I pray that you'll all pray with me. Precious God, the God of our understanding, and the God of mystery of no understanding. We pray to you with all the different names for you as we come together as your children. I thank you for the privilege of being here with all those that have joined me here tonight. I pray for each one of us as we go towards sleep tonight that you speak to us in our dreams. Help us learn to love. Help us learn to accept the love you offer us and to feast on the banquet of love that you've promised us. And we always pray in all of the many names that we've given you. Amen. Thank you. And good night.
Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a curious person always asking questions? Do you desire to be in the know? Then join me, Antonia, host of So Now You Know, Thursdays at 5 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. Listen in as I attempt to satisfy that curiosity. I will be talking with amazing everyday people. Join the fun. So now you know on Thursdays at 5 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 